six man podcast. Ed, why don't you tell the people what's going on? Uh, as as you all know, uh, we talk a lot of fantasy on this on this pod. Today's I consider Sunday. It not only is it for church, but it's a day for fantasy. Facts. And today we've been very focused <laughs> on both leagues because you are in the midst of fleecing a man. Yep. And I just fleeced your friend Faham. Yep. And I I feel kind of bad. But he agreed nah, to the trade. I don't, I don't feel bad. He, he agreed to the trade. Let me tell the people what I got. I traded Chris Middleton, LeBron James, and Mike Conley. LeBron is day-to-day. Middleton is out for a while. Yep. I got Zach Levine, Kyrie Irving, Zion Williamson, yep. and just threw in Keegan Murray just because yeah, I wanted Murray. to be nice. To yourself. Yeah. You got Keegan Murray. I, yeah, I didn't throw him in. I got Keegan Murray. Yeah, that, that's actually... In, in the NFL... I also made another big trade. I traded Fournette and Jacoby Myers for Jonathan Taylor and Keenan Allen. Everyone says it's a bad trade short term. Absolutely, because they were both hurt. But long term, I'm trying to win that last game. And when the guy in my league has two of the best running backs as a one-two punch and Jamar Chase... And he just had D-Hop come back. Yeah, I know what I'm competing with. I'm playing against him this week, actually. He's undefeated, and I'm terrified. But I still believe we can win. He's undefeated because he has now Kyler Murray, because I traded him Kyler Murray. But he has Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Jamar Chase. Yep. Uh, who's his other receiver? St. Brown. Yeah, I'm on St. Brown, yeah. But it, there's another guy he has, too. Well, and he had, he had uh, A.J. Brown, but he traded him. He just traded him to me. I made a trade with him, which was Kyler Murray. Who else did I trade him? Kyler Murray. Oh, let's go. We got the deal done. You got the deal. Officially. The deal is done. All right. The deal is done. Ed all day has been working on this deal, and oh. this is a blockbuster. Let's go. This is who we believe is going to be M- MVP of the league oh, yeah. and MVP of fantasy. Oh, yeah. I've wanted Luka Doncic since day one. Going into the draft, I said, I need Luka, and whoever takes him, I'm going to trade for him, basically. Yeah. And which is exactly what I did. But uh, I had the fourth pick, and the guy that got him had the third pick. Projected was Joel Embiid to go third and Luka to go fourth. That's what fantasy has projected. Yeah. But it went the other way. I had the fourth pick. I ended up with Embiid because obviously the he third picked pick. Luka. You would have taken Luka at one. I would. I literally would have taken Luca at one. I would have. Yeah. Luca's my favorite player in the league. As soon as the draft ended, I offer him Joel Embiid for Luca Doncic straight up. Yeah. And where we've gotten I, the first. I thought the, you said you got it done. Oh, like he just messaged me and said, "Send it. He's down. Send the trade. Do it I'm, right now. Just hold on. So the we'll, trade has been sent. You, we will be hype. Joel Embiid and Tyler Hero for Luca. That was the first trade that I sent him. He rejected that and said, listen, we can get something done. And he said, are you willing to give up Paolo? So Paolo Bancaro, the rookie rookie of the year candidate at this point, I would say. He's um, the runaway favorite as of Number right one now. pick. And uh, he's been having a gr- he had a great first three games. I, I loved him. I was really happy with him. And me and Nick were literally talking last night. Or I think, yeah, it was last night. And Nick said, do not give up Paolo. Don't want to no, give him up. No, but once you, you said told that last me, night, you did not tell me Mobley and Jalen <laughs> Brown trade. were in the trade. <laughs> this trade, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, fit, you left that information Okay, so out. here's the trade. Here's the trade. Now that he, he just exposed it, but here's the trade. Yeah. So the trade that I just sent, Luka Doncic, Jalen Brown, and Evan Mobley for Joel Embiid, Paolo Bencaro and Andrew Wiggins. I would do that trade. It's a great trade. You guys also know that Ed is a huge Cavs fan. Yep. Love Mobley. And, and I love Luca. And I love Jalen Brown. He's too. a big Jalen Brown fan. He's definitely your favorite guy on the on the Celtics. I love Jason Tatum. I mean, 
I listen, no. dude. We've argued about this before, and we've had this conversation. You think that Jalen Brown will eventually be better than Jason Tatum? I disagreed with that. I still disagree with it. For that team to win, he needs to be the best player. Well, I mean, they went to the finals last year. I know, but Tatum's the reason they lost. Yeah, yeah. He got them all the way there, and he's like, oh, I'm just going to I mean, disappear I in the finals. I didn't see Jalen Brown. I didn't see Jalen Brown, like, do anything either. You know? That last game, who was playing out of their mind to try and win that game? Was it was Jalen Brown. I don't know. I, wasn't, I didn't watch it live. Jalen Brown played way better in those finals. Man, I, I can't wait for this trade to get accepted. Oh, I'm so happy about this. Yeah, we're, we're waiting for it right oh, now. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so – that is my uh, basketball trade. That's our both of our basketball, uh, fantasy basketball trades. Great trades, I think, but for both of us. Yeah. The, the only guy the only guy that I definitely want to get rid of is I have Anthony Davis, and I only took him because his value is really high. I'm really close to trading AD for Paul George. Yeah, I, I, I will say I'm definitely considering it. Because um, yeah, AD is like 25, 10, and 4 probably. Yeah. That's my guess. Somewhere around don't. that. And two blocks. It's going to hurt me, man. It, I just know it's going to hurt when I trade you, when I make that trade and AD breaks his ankle in week three. Like, yeah, I, just, I know that's, that's going to That's kind happen. of the, why do you think I want to trade him so bad? But that's what I mean. The other thing that was on the table was uh, Paul George for Brandon Ingram, um, which is another interesting. I don't know, though, because Paul George, uh, Paul George, again, only two games have been played. So, like, we don't know really enough about the season to make big decisions oh, like this, even yet at all. You can't, you can't even judge that within the first uh, 15 games, I think. Yeah. One, once you get about halfway through the season, I don't know, I, I remember last year people were saying the Magic were going to be a playoff team. Right. Because they were, like, 12-6 and six at one point. Cole Anthony was carrying them to wins, and he was getting buckets. Yeah. He was 21-7, and seven and he was very efficient. Right. And then they fell off a cliff. Yep. And what was I saying about young players not being used to the 82-game season and gassing out? This is what Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown put up in the finals. Jalen Brown was 43% from the field, 34% from three. Mm. He put up 20, almost 24 points a game, four assists, and seven and a half rebounds. Jason Tatum was 21 and a half points a game, four turnovers, seven assists. I, I like that he was more more assists than turnovers, but shot 37% from the field that series. Yeah, that's crazy. It was tough. When they won, they won because of him that one game. I think he had like 40-something the one game. But other than that, when they lost, he was the reason they lost. Yeah. I agree. That's the thing. You're only as good as your best player, and if your best player is taking that many shots, you better make them. Yeah. Because if he does what Jason Tatum did, you're going to fall flat on your face in the finals and lose to Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and they're going to have a pool party. That's, yeah. That's what I'm going to say. I But I will also say, like, Jason Tatum made it to the finals. Like, he, he did make it to the finals. I agree with you. He didn't have the best finals performance that, that we've seen. But Jalen Brown is older than Jason Tatum. Like, let's not get that to Jalen Brown is older than Jason Tatum. I'm just going to say, did he do anything more than what the, the Suns di did last year against the Bucks? Where is he in relation to Devin Booker? He's better than Devin Booker. You think he's better than Devin Booker? Absolutely. I think this is the year, if he is better than Devin Booker, he proves it. And I think he will. I think he already has proved it, to be honest. Okay. I think he's better than Devin Booker already. He yeah. literally does everything, and he's a better defender than Booker. That That is absolutely true. He's a better defender. And, you know, Jason Tatum's only 19, so. Grabs more rebound. He's, he's better than Devin. He's only 19 years old. He's 19. He, he could win Rookie of the Year this year. I mean. He's, every year. He's going to be the only one to repeat. Yeah, I think so. Eventually. The only one to repeat Rookie of the Year. <laughs> oh, man. No, but I, 
I've been meaning to talk about this because I have a few things I'm feeling. I don't know if this is patriotic or unpatriotic, but I've been meaning to rant about a couple of things. The first thing being is I saw that opening night, we have a record 22 Canadians in the NBA. I love opening it. night. I love it. That's Benedict all, Matherin. You know what annoys me about that? The fact that we still haven't had an Olympic team. When's the next one? Is it? It's 2024. Paris. We will. Benedict Matherin's going to be nasty in two years. He already is nasty. He already is gross. Wiggins, RJ, and Shea. We're already chilling. Yeah, already nice. So how are we not in the Olympics? How are we not winning these qualifying games? Yeah, I don't understand. They were playing pretty recently, eh? And you, you know what I think it is? And Redeem Team really like re- reminded me of how the the importance of this is the international culture. Like you need to have that system. You can't just throw a bunch of players together and hope to win enough games to get into the Olympics. Right. They have to play together year to year and build chemistry, know how to play with each other. Redeem team really put into perspective for me, like that is a hundred percent why the Americans lost. Is the Argentinians Teenians. The the Manu Ginobili's knew exactly how to beat the Americans and they blitzed them so hard they they fell flat on their face. It's a completely different type of basketball and you know what canada's not been a basketball i don't want to call us a powerhouse but we're definitely one of the higher end countries from a talent standpoint yeah we had maple jordan for crying out loud (laughs) and you know what not quite maple jordan but man is wiggins good everything he does he does really well he's just so good defensively too it's like he just got that bag man i was watching shea last night against the nuggets he cooks every time. Every time, like it, it, they actually can't guard him. Every time he goes up, it's just and oh, he's this, so this will strong be taking it to the rim. Yeah, he that's his strength. Is he he is so strong taking it to the rim? I don't know. It's so cool to just like see different players and how talented they are, and just that they're so different from everyone else. Like Shea just seems like his the way his game flows. It just it just looks so different from anything I've ever seen. The way he shoots the basketball, it looks weird almost. Yeah, but it goes in, and I don't understand how. It's not a weird shot. It's, it's just, just a little hitch to it. Yeah, it's got a hitch. That's what I mean. But some of the best shots ever have hitches to them. Yeah, KD. Larry Bird. KD got a hitch to his shot. He's got a little hitch. He No one really shoots behind their head like that. Like yeah. That's why it's so hard to guard, but it is weird. We're just so used to seeing KD do what KD does. Yeah. That it's it's casual at this point. Yeah. You know who don't have a hitch to their shot is Curry and Clay. Yeah. I could watch Clay shoot a basketball forever. Forever. It's beautiful. Wait, we're waiting for this guy to accept the trade. Hopefully live on the podcast we'd hear it, but if not... It is what it I'm is. I'm waiting for it, man. He I, needs I, it. He's fiending I for it. I need this. I he, need Luca. He needs it. I need Luca on my team. I've been fiending for it since day one. I've hated having Joel on beam. Every time I watch him play basketball and I see him jog up the court, it makes me want to punch my team. He, he looks too big and like the game is too fast. Looks like he's gonna crash into something. So how did when you made the trade, how fast did like you have those guys on your roster. Oh, I'm like the, after it went. I'm through. the commissioner. I can put it through right away. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because like, that's what I did. Yeah. Is right away. I'm like, I'm gonna give him five minutes. Yeah. To withdraw, but if he doesn't, oh, I'm is going. I'm putting this through. Yeah. And then the other trade that happened in the league, I put it through. It was like a half hour after it happened. Yeah. But I like to think I'm a pretty good commissioner. Mm-hmm. The this trade has cemented me as a powerhouse. Middleton, LeBron, and who else? That you sent. I sent Middleton, LeBron, and. 
Conley, Conley. or Kyrie, Zach Levine, Zion Williamson, and Keegan Murray. Yeah. You could argue that Keegan Murray is definitely better than Conley. LeBron's the best player in that trade, but... Uh, Yeah. Every other player in my... Middle, if, if you didn't I, get I Keegan Murray as well, dude, I would have been like, okay, that's I don't, not a terrible trade. I don't want to say Middleton is worse than Levine. I don't think that. I think I think Levine is more talented I than, definitely than Middleton. Think Levine's ceiling as a player is far higher yeah. if he figures it out. Oh, yeah. But he hasn't figured it out. I definitely think that Middleton is a better basketball player. Yeah. Middleton's proved it. He hits buckets when it matters in the finals. Cash money. That's what I call him, and that's what people call him for a reason. Levine is, he's unguardable, but at the same time, he has not proved himself at a high level. He just needs to learn to use his his shooting gravity to create scoring chances for, I mean, he has DeRozan too. Yeah. And I think DeRozan's made it obvious that he's the better player on that team. Yeah. As much as DeRozan will go on people's podcasts and be humble and say that Levine's better, I don't think that. No. I don't know. How good is DeRozan on defense? He's a solid defender, but my thing is DeRozan's playmaking is very much improved. DeRozan's on my fantasy team. Yeah. I don't got to tell you much about DeRozan. Yeah. in Toronto, he could have been he could have been a stronger playmaker, but he also had Kyle Lowry. And I've been wanting to say this, but is it not a total injustice to DeRozan that people call Kyle Lowry the greatest Raptor ever? Is there not a part of you that's just like the whole time DeRozan played with Lowry, he was clearly so much better than him. So why are we saying that Lowry. I mean, Vince Carter's better than Kyle Lowry, too. What but DeRozan, being... it's not even like DeRozan left. Like, they traded no, him. No, I, I know, but I still think what, what DeRozan is now, yes, maybe the trade made him slightly better and he forged himself into this player because of it. But, man, DeRozan, when he played for the Raptors, does not get enough love. Yeah. He, like, he led that team to a one seed. And who did he lose to? It's not like he lost to a random team. He lost to. Well, the, he did lose to a random team. The second greatest player of all time. Yeah. At the peak of his powers. LeBron. 2017 LeBron and 2018 LeBron. Oh. It took Kevin Durant. It was foul. Steph Curry. Clay Thompson and Draymond Green to beat him. It was actually foul just him to the league. That's how good at basketball he yeah. was at that point. Yeah, you're gonna blow up your team because of that. I mean, I understand you get why, but the Raptors act like that was the reason that they won the title. Right. I think if that Warriors team was healthy, the Raptors would have lost in the finals too. If the Warriors team was healthy, oh yes, yeah. absolutely. I think I it, think so. Yeah. But for a two, three year span, the Raptors were a top four or five team in the league. Yep. And that was l- led by DeRozan. And they just could not beat LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get enough credit for it, but DeRozan is a freaking baller. Yeah. And he still is. He's the man for opening up about mental health yep. and all that shit. Cause we're, you know, we about that. This is another thing. And this is why I love Paul George. I don't show Paul George enough love. We, on the last episode, when we talked about our top three favorite players to watch, I snubbed Paul George so hard. Yeah. Because I love watching him cook. Yeah. And I should have put him in. I love Paul George. But no, you you know what he's doing, man? He's giving away $3 million worth of free therapy. Really? That's hype. To like who? It just citizens of LA? Like- uh, I think he's giving it to certain users on the app BetterHelp. 
Oh, okay. And this is not a sponsored video, by no, the way. I hope it will be soon. But yeah, be, that would be great. I mean. Hey, if I was going to sponsor anybody. I, ju I just take Paul George's free therapy. Like, that's yeah. sick. No. Yeah, can I get can yeah. I get that? Like as someone who needs it, yeah. bro, the way therapy's offered, it doesn't intertwine well with my lifestyle. I want to be able to check in like once or twice a week. Right. And get that that peace of mind, that reassurance that I'm doing good cuz I always feel good either when I check in with myself or my therapist. And sometimes I'm too busy to check in with myself. Whenever I heard those ads on podcasts, the BetterHelp ads, I was like, that is exactly what I need. But at the same time, being in, I realized like when I go to therapy, like yeah. being in person is much better. But at the same time, like the fact that therapy is so expensive now, yeah, like I get paying the therapist, I get it. But at the same time, um, physical health and mental health are like to the we're they we're at the point where hand, they man. should they should go hand in hand. And mental health is to me, it's as important as physical health. Like if my mental health is bad, my life is bad. And well, so it's yeah. Like, well, your your brain kind of steers your whole body and if your yeah. body's just running into shit because yeah. your brain ain't right then you it's just gonna destroy everything yeah okay. a trade is now pending the trade is pending let's go you Kay. want you want me to put it through yeah put it through i'm gonna put it through but we're gonna go back into this conversation because oh, yeah. oh my goodness i have luca you ready for this oh, i'm ready i'm gonna put it through because i'm the commissioner and i have oh i am ready i'm putting it through process trade you officially have Luka Doncic Let's on the fantasy team. Go, but it's done. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get back to that. We'll but the thing I wanted to say is there needs to be budget options out there mm -hmm. for mental health treatment. Right to get that care, it just I, that's why I think BetterHelp is such a great option. Once again, it's not sponsored. I just think Paul George is the man for doing that. And the amount of scrutiny you get if you are a player of his caliber and you don't perform up to these expectations. Like, just look at the way LeBron gets attacked for having 25, 10, and 5. Amazing stat line, but that's like a below average game for LeBron. Mm -hmm. And he, get, he gets criticized like that's a bad game. And same with other athletes, man. Like, it, so many have talked about it. Tyson Fury, uh, Naomi Osaka being an athlete and under that much pressure. I care about it too much, though. <laughs> like oh. I care about sports and good players. Being oh yeah, so much. Yeah, it it definitely has way too much, way too much grip on my brain. Oh, me too. But yeah, I don't know. It also keeps me sane. I want to watch that Naomi Osaka doc. Have you seen it yet? I haven't yet, but I've been yeah. meaning to. We're we're getting around the thirty minute mark, and I'm trying to go watch a little more football. I'm trying to go eat. I didn't really record an outro for this episode, but this is kind of where this conversation cuts off stay tuned six man podcast season two episode seven yeah.